Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, fellow animal friends, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm your host, Marie Hewitt, and I hope everyone is enjoying this beautiful first weekend of summer. Speaking of beautiful, this morning, painter Lorraine Clark will be here to talk about her passion, pet portraits. She does amazing work, and if you've ever thought of creating a lasting memento of your pet, you surely want to hear everything she'll be speaking about. Then, after our halftime break... Doctors Carmen Kolitz and Terry McCullough will explain everything you'd ever want to know about natural eye health for pets. I think you're really going to enjoy today's program, so grab a cup of coffee and call your animals over, and we'll be back in just a moment with this week's edition of the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm very pleased to introduce our first guest, artist and humane advocate, Lorraine Clark. Good morning, Lorraine. Good morning. Thank you for calling. This is great. I am really pleased to have you on the show. You sent me a little note on our website, our petplace.org website, talking about all the things you do. And I was really impressed, and I thought it would be great to tell the listeners about your your art and your passion. Well, thank you. Yes, um, I am an artist, and I've been painting for a very long time. My first commission portrait was when I was 13, and that was a long time ago. Wow. What was that? It was of a horse um, for a fellow student. Her mother had seen my paintings um, and my work in the hallway of the school, <laughs> and commissioned me to paint her daughter's horse for a Christmas present. Oh, that is so cool. And you've been painting animals ever since? Ever since, from iguanas to penguins. Oh, how fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you, this is actually your profession then, is that correct? Um, no, I have a full-time job. This, oh. is, something, this is my my love. Your love, but, um, okay. It doesn't quite serve, you know. Pay the bills. I understand. Yeah, that's the life of the artist. You have to have a real job and then you paint on the side. But, you know, how fun is that? And somehow you've managed to mingle it all with your love of animals, which makes it that much better. Right, and that's what started me in the direction I am now. Are you you an animal mom, I should ask? Oh, yes. Um, a few rescues here, and I have a German Shepherd who is retired. She was a search and rescue dog for lost pets. Ah. I have a little dog I just rescued four months ago. He's now a therapy dog. He'll be a child reading dog at my library, and he visits the nursing homes. Oh, that is so cool. Congratulations. 
do, yeah. Have you pet your own, or have you painted your own pets? Oh, of course. They very much are my muses, whether it's <laughs> photography or painting. They've been painted often. <laughs> and I understand that you're working with some of your local shelters and rescues? Yes, here in Citrus County, our Citrus County Animal Shelter, I used to go down and on the few hours I had to myself, um, go down and walk the dogs that were in the cages that were waiting to be picked up or waiting to be adopted. Um, They did need to get some exercise in order to be calm when they did potentially meet their future family. After a while, with the gas prices, it was a long drive and it became kind of difficult for me to afford it and it really... Really, it was kind of sad because I didn't want to give up trying to help them, you know, find homes. Um, so I struggled with trying to find something to do, and my husband came up with the idea of painting free portraits to encourage adoption of certain types of dogs. Oh, wow. So if somebody adopted a, a dog from your local shelter or rescue, then you would volunteer to paint their portrait? Right. We would offer a certificate to focus on certain dogs or cats, the ones that were hard to adopt. Oh, I see. The your Terriers or the Pit Bulls or the mixes of them. Mm-hmm. The older dogs that needed to have their last years in the comfortable home and the dogs that had illness or in need of surgery to regain their health and find a home. Wow. And, and have you found that people are really enjoying this? Yes, they are. Um, it has helped um, my first painting that I started. Um, when I first started to do this was of Rusty. He was a pit bull. He was big, and he was beautiful, and he had time running out at my shelter. Oh. Um, this gentleman, Ralph, who is now of Casita's Big Dog Rescue, who at the time was working there, pointed him out and said he needed to be rescued ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a painting, and it was done of Rusty. After we ran him around and got him happy and relaxed and the sun was shining, he looked up at me, Took the paint, a photograph, and he was just smiling. It's a big <laughs> smile they have. I can totally a, picture that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if you go to my Facebook, you'll see a Rusty on there in his story. Aww. And um, he, he he and the painting are now at an upscale veterinary office wow. in the villages of Florida, here in Florida, and he is safe and he is cared for. So, is he the mascot at the veterinary office? Yes, he is. Their their dog that helps you know, give blood, and he's much loved. He's the meter and greeter. Aww. And so he's found, like, a wonderful place for him. What and a great very, story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, and he's, he's a, he's a good advocate for pit bulls, too, and shelter. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> We're reading each other's minds. That's right. <laughs> Where can somebody see some of the portraits that you've painted? Um. I have them posted on my Facebook page, which is Lorraine D. Pet Portraits. How do you spell that? Is it two R's? Two R's and Lorraine with an E. Okay. D as in dog of the center initial, and then Pet Portraits, all one word. Lorraine D. Pet Portraits. And that's all one word you said? Well, the Pet Portraits is one word. Okay, and so that's what you would search for on Facebook. Do you also have a regular website? Um, I don't right now. Um, Facebook allows me to do it for free. Okay. I'm able to get a focus group of many, many people who are in the rescue community and people who love dogs okay. and cats. So it's it's a very good way of um, 
connecting with everybody. Oh, wow. um, I have a page that's attached to it. It may be a little easier for people to find. It's called Pet Portraits USA. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes it much easier for sure. Yeah. And how many and portraits have you done so far uh, while you've been exploring this idea of doing portraits for shelter and rescue pets? Um, for the rescue ones, I I was trying this morning. I knew you were going to ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure it out this morning, and I, I can't even come up with a number. You've lost track. Um, I've lost track. <laughs> um, the paintings I do are 8 by 10 watercolors. Mm-hmm. They're very vivid and beautiful. Um, if you go to um, Pet Portraits USA, you'll see them in the stories of the dogs that I've done. Oh, I um, love that you put the stories, too. Yeah, and um, you also see a lot of the commission work, which helps me supply these free portraits. Okay. So, um, so if fun. somebody has their own pet and they'd like a, a lasting memento, can they send you a photograph and then have you paint their pet? Absolutely. Um, the paintings are very reasonable in price. Like I said, they, they mostly help me supply for the um, groups here. I, I help raise funds for the local shelters, for the women's groups. Um, there's one in Crystal River that is raising a dog for canines of independence. Oh, wonderful. I, yeah, I, um, you know, they have silent auctions. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Tony LaRusso's art out there in California, mm-hmm. the Animal Rep Foundation. Um, I was directed that way by a client who had a couple paintings done of mine for his daughters. Um, his name is John Anderson. He was the original voice of the band Yes. Yeah. In the 70s and 80s. One of my favorite bands. Yeah, <laughs> progressive rock. And mm-hmm. he, he pointed me in that direction. It was a great, great foundation. I offered a silent you know, option of a certificate for a painting. And now Prancer, who was a rescued cat, is hanging in someone's living room or kitchen um, there in California. Mm-hmm. I and was going to ask you about that. Uh-huh. So you do also paint cats. And how about other pets, too? Oh, yes, um, horses, a lot of horses. Okay. Uh-huh. So I, yeah, and you did mention that you've done iguanas and oh, yeah. all kinds of unusual animals. What's the most That's unusual pet you've ever painted? Um, let's see, a snow leopard someone wanted me to do. It wasn't wow. that it was a pet. It was just an animal that they felt um, attached to that they wanted to help, you know, because they are endangered. It was right. an endangered species that um, they wanted to help to remember and have hanging in their home to talk about. Um, that was a beautiful painting. I, I have photographs of that that I love. Have you posted um, that on your website also? That one I haven't because oh. it has to do with... Um, the pet portrait so much as it was more of a endangered species. I understand. Which is what we do here a lot in Florida, actually. I uh-huh. should probably look into that. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, and they, around here, we are a lot of uh, big retirement communities, and they have their dogs, and people just love their pets here. Oh, and, sure. And it's been, um, I've met so many wonderful people here in Citrus County, as well as on Facebook, who just love their animals and know the reason to adopt and not purchase and it's just a wonderful thing to find other people with the same direction and need and and want and i bet you meet lots of wonderful people by by offering this service too because people who care enough to have a portrait done of, of of their pets must really love animals they do they do and and i always encourage them that if you cannot physically or monetarily help the animals in need in your community, 
you can find a solution. You, you look toward your own talents like I did, whether it's painting or customer service or spreading the word. Or just getting contact. to your shelter and walking the dogs like you Absolutely, were doing. Absolutely, yeah. That is uh, so or even important. Just, right, or adopting and not buying your next mm-hmm. animal. Um, every action contributes to the whole. Absolutely, so absolutely. And these animals give so much, it's it's sad to see it go untapped. You know, that, uh, like my little dog, Mickey, he's a therapy dog. He is, it's just wonderful seeing people react to him. And he was from Whether a rescue. Younger, yes, um, a local rescue. Precious Paws um, here in Crystal River, wonderful, another group. Um, there's another group here called Focus. They're friends of Citrus County Animal Services. Mm-hmm. Again, anybody in their county can set up a uh, you know, 501C and get people who have the same focus and want to help, and, and they do wonderful work wow. to help in the area. And they also direct people to me. To, you know, if there's a special dog, they ask me to post it or... or provide a painting to try to encourage. Well, that's just great. And so in addition to your donated work, um, if somebody uh, wanted to purchase one of these, about how long does it take to to get through the process from you receiving the photograph to having the finished portrait? Okay. I receive a photograph and a very small deposit. The portrait can be um, on its way to anybody in two and a half weeks. Wow. That's fantastic. So you have... Plenty of time if you want to order these as gifts or you just plan a little ahead, a couple weeks, right. and you'll have a beautiful, lasting gift to give to somebody who loves their pet. What a great right. idea. Lorraine, you do spectacular work, and I'm always so impressed with business people who combine their their passion with doing good for our animal friends. So thanks for telling us all about this today. And Thank you. Thank you for the time and, and giving me a call. You're Glad very welcome. Share. We need to take a quick pet place break now, but don't go away. Doctors Carmen Kolitz and Terry McCullough are waiting just on the other side, and they have some fantastic ideas for natural pet eye health. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt, and joining me now is Dr. Carmen Kowitz. Welcome to the Pet Place. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, I'm happy to have you here. We've talked about eye health for our pets many times here on the Pet Place, but you have a little bit of a different twist on that subject, so I definitely wanted to talk about you. Now, you're a veterinary ophthalmologist? Yes, that's correct. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's um, it's a specialization that you take after veterinary school. Um, it's uh, residency training, three years of solely looking at eyes and variety of species, uh, learning how to do surgery and cataract surgery, things like that, um, okay. diagnosing diseases. So after you're already a full-fledged veterinarian, you decide you just haven't had enough school and you <laughs> go back for three or four more years. Exactly, or more. <laughs> A glutton for punishment. (laughs) Oh, it's fantastic. It's so much fun. Okay, (laughs) okay. And do you have your own practice here in Southern California? Actually, I live in South Florida. Oh, you're from Florida. You know, our first guest today was from Florida. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. But this is something, a topic that everybody everywhere who has a pet can relate to. So it doesn't matter where your practice is. 
you've got great information, and you actually have a product. I think it's called OcuGlow. That's right. Tell me about this. Oh, this is uh, a, to us an amazing brainchild. Actually, my colleague, uh, Dr. Terry McCullough, who's also a veterinary ophthalmologist, had the idea, and she came to me because at the time I was doing uh, research in antioxidants for eye health at when I was on the faculty at Ohio State University. Okay. And um, because what we were doing is sending clients to the um, health food store for humans and trying to get them appropriate dosing for dogs of all these different sizes, and it just didn't work very well. Hmm. Yeah, so she thought, why don't we make a dog-specific product that's of the highest quality possible and make it weight appropriate so we could, you know, address every size there is. Wow. Well, what exact? I know you mentioned antioxidants, but what exactly is OcuGlow, and how does that relate to eye health? Well, OcuGlow, um, the GLO is our proprietary blend, and it stands for grapeseed extract, lutein, and omega-3 fatty acids. Okay. I, yeah, and in addition, it's got um, nine other ingredients to support eye health. So initially, it was. We, our dream was just to create something for retinal degeneration because that's the disease we see all the time that leads dogs to blindness over a short or long period of time depending on the breed. Oh, I see. But I need to um, interrupt because I know a lot of my listeners are saying, hey, wait a minute, just a couple of weeks ago you told us that when your pet poison hotline person was on that grapes are potentially poisonous to dogs. They sure are. Grapes skin is very poisonous to dogs, but grape seeds are very safe. In fact, they're safe for every species that's been looked at so far. Oh, and not only are they safe, but they have some healthy components here. Yes, they have compounds. It's a big, long word called proanthocyanidin, and basically it's this group of antioxidants that benefit not just eyes, but all other cells in the body as well. Oh, that is wonderful. And listeners, there will be a test at the end of this episode, so I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> Spelling test first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is it important for pet owners to use natural supplements? I know that there's so many pharmaceutical products out there, and, and I know a lot of people are leaning more towards natural supplements. Let's talk a little bit about that. Sure, and the most basic way to understand it is uh, natural supplements, in contrast to synthetic supplements, are extracts from plants. And they're typically better absorbed, kind of like eating the food from which they came. Okay. So rather than eating just chemicals that I can't even pronounce, you've got, well, actually the plant chemicals are also hard to pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're giving your pet something that they, they would get if they had a perfectly balanced diet, which is almost impossible. Exactly. And really, in, in days past when dogs used to hunt and eat little um, like squirrels and things like that, those little animals were herbivores, meaning they ate vegetables. They were vegetarians in a lot of cases. So they were eat, actually eating their antioxidants indirectly by eating those little creatures, which obviously is not really acceptable anymore. Right. Because it's kind of <laughs> gross. But uh -huh. what we need to do is kind of replace all those kind of ingredients in their diets. And um, we're not doing a great job. And some of the diets are very good. I'm not saying that they're not, but with the daily stressors of just breathing and getting exposed to sun and, and things like that, you need more than just what you eat. Okay. And and OcuGlow 
is something that's going to help them in so many ways. And specifically with eye health, um, how would you estimate that this is going to help our, our pets? Well, there's a variety of um, different patients for which it's good. So um, the way I'm doing it for my own, because I have young, presumably healthy dogs, is I'm using a, it as a hopefully a preventative type of supplement just for overall health to keep them vibrant and healthy and slow their hopefully slow their aging process as they go along. Okay. There's nothing you can do to avoid aging. We yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. But it has been shown that a variety of antioxidants can make those changes a little slower and less stressful. Wow, that's really great because I know, you know, our pets are with us for such a short time anyway. Anything we can do to have them live a longer, healthier, more quality style life is just an outstanding way to go. Where can somebody find OcuGlow? Is it available everywhere or do you have to live in Florida? No, not at all. You just have to have access to a computer because we're available online at www.ocuglow.com. Mm-hmm. And right on that website is a plethora of information about each ingredient, all its great benefits, and um, all, any, any kind of questions they might have in, as well as ordering. Okay. And I was reading also a little bit about the background and additional information. I know that you're not just using this for our household pets, but, but you've been using it with marine mammals? Well, not this specific product. We have a similar product made for marine mammals for which I was a consultant, okay. and because I also do a lot of uh, marine animal work. I'm an eye doctor for seals and dolphins. Oh, and how exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing world. And those animals are exposed to the sun all the time, much more than our own pets, because mm-hmm. they live outside, and um, not, not all of them have a ton of shade. So we have to protect their eyes and their, their bodies as well, but their eyes are the ones that get obviously... Um, you know, affected by by sun and such things. Okay, so you're all over the map with what you're doing to help animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. That's very very nice. Uh, I like talking to people who who have such a well-rounded background and experience, and and I know that when they help our dogs and cats and our little household pets, that that they really are something special. So this is exciting to talk to you. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I know that um, a lot of people, sometimes when they hear natural products, they kind Mm -hmm. of doubt their effectiveness. I don't know why that's the case, but I always get a lot of raised eyebrows from Mm -hmm. people when I talk about natural products. What would be your response to that? Well, that's that's an interesting response to get because you want to equate natural with what's good. That's what I do. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's almost like natural and organic and that kind of conversation go together. Um, but perhaps the the best way to think about it is it's um, not that they're just plant extracts, but they're also each ingredient is actually held to the highest standard that we can. And, in fact, Animal Necessity, who is our manufacturer and distrib- uh, distributor, um, create the product in a GMP, which is good manufacturing um, products, practices, practices, um, manufacturing lab. Uh, So the FDA actually is invited in to, even though we're not regulated at all by the FDA, but we invite them 
to um, give us guidelines. And oh, we, that's great we, to know. Mm-hmm, and we're held to the highest. We have pharmaceutical-grade ingredients, which is higher than even some of the things that humans take from the local uh, supermarket or pharmacy. So yeah. we try to go as high as we can to make a product as great as we can for our pets. You know, there are so many choices out there, and you do wonder which ones actually do take those extra steps to make sure you're putting they're putting a quality product out there for animals. And it's hard to know which ones are the good products and which ones might be, yeah. you know, circus sideshow products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You have maybe ask GMP certification every chance you get. Okay. Um, Is that something that's usually on labeling? It is on ours and on many products that I've looked at. Um, there are some I don't see it on, and so I would just call their number or get online and check. Do most veterinarians familiarize themselves with natural supplements so they can advise their clients what is good and what is bad, what to steer clear from? It is so such a huge amount of information. Um, it's not often common. Sometimes... Um, you really have to do a lot of homework. So I'm not going to say how many because I don't actually have any clue. You have to have an interest and truly believe in it for yourself mm-hmm. as well as for your pets um, to get into it. And I've just been doing it for so long, probably about 20, 25 years, that it's become sort of part of my DNA, if you will. So you've actually noticed the positive benefits because you can take an animal from birth to death in all those years you've been doing this and see the difference that these products have made. Definitely. Occuglow has not been out um, long enough to say birth to death, um, but my own dogs I had prior to now, I used to give them individual ingredients that are in Occuglow, and I, you look at them and you would say, gosh, they don't look as old as they are. Um, so that, that made me feel like I was doing some positive things for them. That's wonderful, and I know a lot of listeners prefer providing natural supplements to their pets, so I want to thank you for taking some time today to tell us about OcuGlow. Let's remind everybody one more time how they can inquire about this product or possibly purchase it online. Sure. Just go straight to www.ocuglow, that's spelled O-C-U-G-L-O.com, and every piece of information you could ever want about the product is right on that website. Wonderful. It's time to take our last break of the morning, but we will return with Pet Place news and events, so please stay tuned to the Pet Place Radio Show here on AM 1260. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for Pet Place news and events. Today, I have some very sad news to report. You may remember our guest, Scott Silman, owner of dog-friendly Milo's Cafe in Lake Forest in Orange County. He was on the pet place just two weeks ago. Last week, Scott died quite suddenly while he was at his restaurant. He was only 42. In the spirit of continuing the work he did for rescues throughout Orange County, his family and coworkers have set up a special donation fund in Scott's name. If you'd like to contribute, please email me at petplacetv at gmail.com, and I'll put you in touch with the organizers. Scott will be missed. 
And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please spare new to your pets and have a wonderful day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.